Hey there, SLP. You are listening to this podcast, so I know that you love to listen to podcasts. And if that is the case, then I know that you are going to love my secret private podcast, Secondary Secrets for SLPs. It's six short episodes that will have you walking away feeling refreshed and inspired and ready to take on those challenging secondary speech students. So if you work with grades four through 12 and are in a planning rut or wanting some fresh new ideas to keep your students motivated, make sure you head to speechtimefun.com slash secondary secrets. You are not going to find this podcast in your iTunes podcast search browser. You can only get access by going to that link. So head to it now. It is six short episodes that you can listen to it in under an hour, like totally Netflix binge-worthy. I made this just for you, and I know you are going to love it. SLPs have been telling me already that it has changed their way for working with their older speech students. So head on over, again, to speechtimefund.com slash secondarysecrets, or use the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Now let's head on to this week's episode of SLP Coffee Talk. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at www.speechtimefun.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you are there, it would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. See you next week with another episode full of fun and inspiration from one SLP to another. Have fun, guys. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. Can you believe that it's like middle of December now? I can't believe it. Like It's like almost Christmas, like Christmas is this week. I mean, we've all needed time off and time away like nobody's business, right? So if you're listening to this episode, you might be listening to it after Christmas while on break. So I figured instead of giving a tip or strategy or therapy idea, this week's episode is going to be all about mindset and overcoming overwhelm. Since so many of us in the field really struggle with overcoming it, ignoring it, and getting out of that habit of will I get this done? Will this be okay enough? We are so ingrained. I, I, I like to blame grad school or, or even getting into grad school for, for for my overwhelm and my need to be the best and always get things right. And I remember a quote that I, th- I think I got it from one of my grad students that I once took and she was, or, so, or maybe it's, I heard it in grad school. I don't even remember where I heard it, but it was like, B's will get you C's. Like if you got a B on a test, you'll still get your CCC SLPs. And even though I heard that over and over in grad school, like I still wanted to get that A. I wanted to prove that I could do it, that I could be the best SLP eventually that I could be. And I think that, at least for me, going into the field with that mentality of I always have to be the best and get everything right and know all the right answers. I remember my CFY like feeling like I couldn't ask for help because I was I had to know the answer. Do you feel that way? Can you relate to that? And I think everything's just you know, throughout my career, everything was all about knowing the answers and 
not getting things wrong and get everything done in time. And, you know, obviously the, our demands are so are so great. We have the paperwork, we have the billing, we have the evals, we have the meetings, we have more meetings, we have trainings, we have, and then on top of it, lesson plans without materials, without a roadmap, without a curriculum. And every student has their individual needs and everything is changing and not one profile can look like the next profile of a student. And on top of that, throw COVID into the mix, <laughs> like high 2020. So of any years, I, I know for me, this year really pushed the limit on overwhelm where like, can I get all this done? Can I do things a little bit differently than my go-to of pulling Django off the shelf and any task card um, and, and just probing? I had to really think of how I can do things with socially distanced protocols and do things virtually. And I'm not even in my own therapy room. I'm in a different room next door, which I don't even have my materials are in the other room. So it's it's just a lot of challenges. And I find for me, so often I can get to that rut of, can I get this done? Will I get this done? How how am I going to get this done? Is this the best option? And you have that self negative self-talk that what ends up happening, at least for me, is I don't get it done. It isn't the best. I could have done it better because I spend so much time worrying versus doing. And that's what I wanted to talk about with you guys here today in this brief, short, quick episode, all about how can we turn off that self-talk of that we can't or that it's too much or there's not enough time or I don't have enough materials or I don't, all the I don'ts or I can'ts. And instead, Let's turn around into, I get to do this job every day that I work so hard to get my C's and get into grad school and get this job. I get to make a difference with all these children that are different and unique and they're each own way. I get to plan sessions that are individualized and I don't feel that I, I don't have to follow a curriculum that is not at the right level for my students. I get to give my students back after 30 minutes when they are giving me trouble. I get to learn new technology this year and try new things out that I never thought was possible. So if we can turn the I can't and woe is me to I get to, it makes us say, okay, I I can do this. And we won't spend so much time thinking that we can't and having that negative self-talk. We don't want to be crying in the car, right? So, and if you don't know what that's in reference to, I guess, what is it, over the summer, back in the spring, Asha put a a story out in the Asha Leader about preventing burnout and stress, and there was a tip about crying in your car. And let's just say they didn't have a good response from the SLP community on that one. So I've, you know, been doing some research and things about overwhelm and mindset And because it's something that I struggle with myself, not necessarily in the SLP world, but, you know, being the best mom I could be and being the best wife and friend and daughter. And when the more we worry about things, it's taking brain space away and brain energy away from actually getting the tasks done. So I always like to tell, you know, colleagues of mine or, you know, SLPs that reach out to me on Instagram and like, okay, you know, you might be stressing about writing this goal or rearranging the schedule or getting that evaluation done or finishing your Medicaid billing in time. But we've done it in the past, right? We can't increase the hours in a day. What we can do is maximize the way we use our time. And if we stop stressing about what we can't get done, we won't get it done. Instead, have that mindset of, I'm going to get it done. 
and set clear expectations and the and attainable goals for ourselves. Okay, like so, you know, today I'm going to do the first half of the day at lunchtime and of my Medicaid billing, and then my second half of the day right before I leave. I'm gonna do it. Now I have that mindset of I'm gonna do it. I will do it. I am going to write this report with plenty of time in advance. This way, I don't. I, I don't know about you guys. I don't do. And that maybe this was like back from like undergrad and grad school. I didn't do well with like last minute like stress. So I always, even to this day, if I have a report that's due, like I have reports due in January, I was done with them the beginning in December because I have so many more to do. It's not to say that I'm like way ahead of the game. I'm ahead of that group's reports done. I now have to do the next group. When you have a caseload of 60, 70, whatever many kids, you have to be creative in the way. And I schedule in not only when is it due, but when am I doing it? So in my lesson plans, I'll say, okay, I have five minutes in between those two groups. I'm going to squeeze in, you know, I'll run to the bathroom break, but I'm going to also work on the intro of the, you know, report. And, you know, I schedule in when I'm going to actually do all those things. And this way I know it's going to get done. I don't schedule what I'm going to do. I'm going to schedule what's going to get done at that time. So putting on your schedule, how you can actually get it done will really, truly help. Okay, so this was totally not meant to be like a hack or tip for managing time and things like that. But I want you to think about how you spend your time and how much time you are, I don't want to say wasting, but filling with negative self-talk and thoughts. Think about that. Spend it, like catch yourself. And when you find yourself saying, oh my God, how am I going to get this done? Or woe is me? Or OMG? And some choice curse words in there. Stop and say, okay, we're going to do it. Like take your deep breaths and say, okay, let's look at the schedule. When can I get these things done? You know, done is my motto this year also is done is better than perfect. Some of my lesson plans are not perfect. I might not be perfectly working on that goal. But guess what? My students still had fun and they still got something out of it. Even if it was not 110% matching the goal and my objective, what I should have been working on. They still got some value out of it. And, and I have to walk away with saying, and if not, even when they didn't, they might've just had fun and I learned from it. And I got an idea of what I should be doing the next time. So instead of worrying about how a session went, I'm going to focus on how can I do it better next time and turn all my negative thoughts into positive thoughts. And this is something I'm still working on. And this is something that I'm not perfect at at this, but Let's all work together on this and be the best positive SLPs we can be for our students. And let's make a goal for ourselves for 2021 that no matter what life throws at us, quarantining, closures, hybrids, changing of schedules, throw children at home in the mix, throw significant others driving us bananas, whatever it might be, we're going to just say, you know what? We got through this before. We made it this far, we can do it. When we're in this together, that's why I love the SLP community. You guys are really, truly rock stars. So I hope you found this episode inspiring, motivating, a little warm and fuzzy comfort as we head into the holiday week, two weeks. And uh, I will have one more episode before 2021, so not to worry. So stay tuned for that because, you know, hey, we all need the jolt of inspiration even when we're on holiday break. And if you are listening to this in 2021, Happy New Year. (laughs) And Merry Christmas to all those that celebrate. And hopefully everyone else had a happy Hanukkah and uh, all other holidays and festivities as we head into 
this crazy year and finally having it being over, like peace out 2020, right? So also, if you really want more tips and ideas on how to overcome that overwhelm and plan with ease and confidence, if you haven't checked out my free webinar yet, head to speechtimefund.com slash webinar, and that will uh, take you to my 45-ish minute free webinar all about planning with ease and confidence and my framework for overcoming it all and staying positive and, and not getting too stressed out about planning. All right. So like I always do, I'm going to end this episode with a joke. Why is it cold on Christmas? Because it's in December. Ha 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 ha. Sorry. You know, I love my jokes. <laughs> and my students love my jokes. I have a joke on the week. If you haven't heard me tell about this, I have a joke on the, of the week on my wall. I just take a piece. It's not fancy. I take a piece of construction paper and I fold it. And on the top is the like the the joke and then the inside is like the punchline and they have to like lift the flap to reveal it and it's good it works on humor multiple meaning words figurative language just and it gives them something they can go tell their friends or family members at dinner later that night and feel really cool (laughs) so anyways thank you so much for joining me for another episode of slp coffee talk if you haven't already left a review please do what are you waiting for it's allow it helps other slps find me in itunes and know that this podcast is just what they need to get their morning commute or their walk or coffee break or if you're like me who has a waterproof speaker that i put in my shower so i get some time to listen to podcasts when i have five seconds to myself wherever you listen to your podcast or whenever, let other SLPs know about it. So thank you so much. And until next week, stay out of trouble. Are you tired of spending hours prepping and planning and not feeling totally confident after all of that? Make sure you check out my free webinar, How to Plan with Ease and Confidence Without Burning Yourself Out. Check it out today at speechtimefund.com slash webinar. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at www.speechtimefun.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you are there, it would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. See you next week with another episode full of fun, and inspiration from one SLP to another. Have fun, guys.